TKO Market Insights, our angle on the news, shaping the market today, by Thomas Friedberger, co-CIO of TKOIM. Good morning. Let's start this podcast uh, talking about the market rally since the beginning of the year, 2024. The start uh, um, to the year has seen a massive inflows into money market uh, funds seeking uh, yield and not growth uh, in the US. And this is uh, very untypical, I would say, of the euphoria uh, of our all-time high uh, uh, you know, market uh, with uh, a lot of money getting invested uh, to uh, seek yield and not, uh, and not growth. Um, and that might be explained by the fact that the rally uh, since the beginning of the year is explained mainly by the Magnificent Seven, uh, plus also a non-fundamental demand um, motivated by buybacks and tech privates. Uh, i.e. removal of, of, of equity. Uh, in the US, we should be close in 2024 to the uh, record of 2022 with regards to share buybacks. It was $1.1 trillion in 2022. And uh, this theme is, is also growing in Europe, withdrawing uh, actually uh, equity from, uh, fr- from, from the market. NVIDIA is up 60% year-to-date, very impressive number for the, uh, the, the first uh, uh, se- uh, seven weeks of the, of the year. The market cap increase uh, year-to-date of NVIDIA is bigger than the full market cap of the largest European listed company, which is Novo, uh, with fi- uh, $540 billion of market cap. So uh, ju- just on seven weeks, NVIDIA has created uh, uh, you know, as much value as the, the full market cap of the largest European uh, stock, which is very very uh, impressive. NVIDIA also added $275 billion uh, of market cap on one day, the day uh, last week when they announced their, uh, their earnings. Uh, this is the absolute record of increase in market cap on, a one, day, uh, on one day of trading. So the Magnificent Seven have uh, uh, again done very well. Uh, Q4 earnings are now passed for those seven stocks, Apple, Amazon, Google, Meta, Microsoft, NVIDIA, and Tesla. Uh, Together, they have increased sales by 15% year-on-year and increased earnings by 58% year-on-year, when the other 493 stocks of the S&P 500 just increased sales by 3% year-on-year and earnings decreased by 2% year-on-year. Same picture in Europe with the granolas, so uh, GlaxoSmithKline, Ro- Roche, ASML, Nestle, Novartis, Novo, L'Oreal, LVMH, AstraZeneca, SAP, and Sanofi. Those 11 stocks represent 25% of the stock 600 index, but 60% of the performance uh, in 2023. So same kind of picture, mega caps in Europe and in the US driving the way and explaining most of the uh, performance of the, uh, of the index. Uh, one word about U.S. indices uh, to reflect that uh, what, what we've just said in 19, uh, sorry, in 2023, 72% of the stocks in the U.S. had a negative performance. This is the highest ever number for a year of positive returns for the index. So 72% of the stocks, com- uh, you know, components of the S&P 500 had a negative performance. Um, so mega cap outperformed. Uh, Partly also thanks to ETF inflows uh, that are massive in uh, in the US, um, and uh, and and also come from outflows of uh, out of mutual funds. So mega caps benefit from those inflows um, because you know uh, uh, of course the more uh, uh, passive money gets invested, the more. 
uh, money gets invested on the largest market caps of the uh, components of the of, of the indices and also uh, the magnificent sevens are also performing thanks to retail investors coming back to the stock market 41% of the US shares are held Uh, directly by the ha households. That's excluding the indirect holdings through ETFs and structured products. Uh, and of course, retail investors buy what's in fashion, i.e. the Magnific Magnificent Seven. Um, one word also about large versus small caps to uh, give you a snapshot also of the dispersion on that, uh, in, the, in that space, which is massive. The S&P 500 passed the 5,000 Uh, points threshold for the first time ever. And in the meantime, the Russell 2000, the small small and mid-cap index in the US, trade, uh, still trades 20% below its peak of 2021. This combination of S&P 500 at record high and Russell 2000 in bear market has happened only once in history, showing that without the Magnificent Seven effect, the dynamics of the stock market would be very different. Same kind of contrast geographically, uh, with a, a clear contrast be between, uh, on one side, SN, uh, uh, US and Japan, with the Nikkei also on all-time high. It took 34 years to Nikkei to recover from the 1990s bubble burst. But China, on the other side, trades uh, on the levels of, tw uh, of, uh, of uh, uh, 2009 at 1.3 times book value only. The big question investors are, are asking now is, is China still investable once lauded for... Uh, the visibility of the past towards growth, China is now seen as a place where political decisions uh, make equity investment very uncertain. And just to illustrate that, one statistic which is very telling, since the creation of MSCI China in 1993, uh, so 30 years ago, the S&P 500 total return in US dollar was 2,000%, um, which is about 10% per annum. Uh, the uh, Eurostoxx Uh, uh, stock 60, uh, stock, sorry, stock 600 total return in euros, 1000% performance, which is 8% per annum. And the MSCI China total return in Hong Kong dollar is only 10%, right? So 2000% for US index, 1000% for the European index, 10% only for MSCI China over a period of 30 years. For the anecdote about the power of compounding, the difference between the US and Europe, so in the US, 10% per annum uh, during 30 years makes a performance of 2,000%. And in Europe, a performance of just 8%, so just shy of 2% versus the US per annum, makes a performance of 1,000%, so 1,000% of difference over 30 years, just for a 2% per annum performance uh, differential. One word on CapEx, because estimates from McKinsey suggest that capital spending on physical assets will amount to approximately $130 trillion dollars uh, through uh, through to uh, 2027, so the next three years, led principally by th the 3Ds, digitalization, decarbonization, and deglobalization. And this is excluding investments in uh, AI. So just in the US, for example, infrastructure capex will amount to $6 trillion dollars by 2029. Uh, so those numbers are very impressive. Uh, so it's it's both an opportunity and a threat. An opportunity because good investors will be uh, will, will will have massive investment opportunities thanks to those capex, but also a threat because good capex are performed only by the 
best companies. And uh, it's known that uh, CapEx are often the uh, enemy of the equity investor just because uh, uh, companies are not all equal uh, when re with regards to uh, the efficiency of CapEx. Uh, only companies with the highest return on invested capital benefit from uh, uh, you know, uh, those uh, uh, massive CapEx cycles uh, we've, uh, and we've entered one of those. So it means that we should see more dispersion going forward. One word about India, because India has overtaken Hong Kong as the world's fourth largest stock market. Uh, of course, with two dynamics which are very different one from, from, from another. India uh, exchanges re reached uh, $4.3 uh, trillion of market cap versus 4.2 for uh, Hong Kong. So the, the top three market caps in, in, in the world remain US, Japan and China. But then number four now is India and not Hong Kong anymore. In just uh, a word about uh, uh, Chinese uh, graduates. Uh, in year 2000, there was 1 million young people graduating from Chinese universities. In 2023, so 23 years later, more than 11 million students graduated from Chinese universities, which is 11 times uh, higher in a quarter of a century, which is unprecedented in world history. And then a word about military spending in the world, $2 trillion dollars have been spent in military spending in 2023, record high. That's 2% of the global GDP uh, spent on uh, weapons last year. With that, we wish you a good day. Thank you.